fucking we have we have seventeen thousand people in like I work for like a command. It's called command or whatever. We have seventeen thousand five hundred people in this command. Almost four thousand of them have rejected the the thing. <laughs> That's Jared. Jared doesn't believe in it either. <clears throat> I have no social obligations due to that. I would not be. <laughs> you are putting yourself in danger of catching COVID because you're afraid of not having the excuse to turn down Dave's request to hang out. That Jared would rather face death <laughs> than hang out with Dave. I, uh, I just need to take out a loan to go to the places that he's <laughs> suggesting. I'm waiting for my paperwork to get approved. <laughs> The scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengowrie, any Glen. I'm drunk. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. There's a baked potato for nine dollars. There you go, Jade. Whole fucking sack of potatoes for nine dollars. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, all right, <clears throat> take it away, host of the show. Oh, Bell of the Ball here, finally pleased. Mm, excited. Bell of the Ball. Well, then let me do it properly. Welcome <laughs> to Sober Cinema. That's the first time that's ever been said on this show. I think that's so. the first cordial invitation we've ever given out. <laughs> Is this actually episode 100? <laughs> you know, uh, in true sober cinema fashion, it's either this one or the last one, where we didn't make a single mention of it because uh, I may have miscounted. But given that you were so fucking negative, we might as well celebrate now 100 episodes with... Pop bottles. Yeah. Let's do it. Executive decision. Uh, you called down the thunder, Hyro. Take it away. Well, you know, now that we've left uh, abject mediocrity behind us with Fargo, um, let's get into something a little more upbeat, a little more fun. I like when he puts on the the host cap, when he's like, no one is going to respond to me because I'm now speaking. I'm doing the introduction. (laughs) One more jab into the Coen Brothers, into (laughs) a classic. Now moving on. That's the last word. Now moving on. Where should we begin with this? I I have no... No idea where to begin because this is one of those movies that leaves uh, sanity behind. Just check that. <laughs> check sanity Hold at the on end a of second. the door. Like that's a little unfair, don't you think? Like, are you saying just the, the oh, basic no. premise of sending these <laughs> special forces up to dock with another uh, plane, a passenger plane in flight? Is that insane? Special forces do docking? No, but. Oh, uh, oh. Come on. Easy. Easy. Respect the flag, Hyro. What's wrong with you? Uh, Excuse me, sir. May I help you? Sir? In an age. Excuse me, sir. May I help you? When terrorism knows no boundaries. And the level of threat. I have a message for the American president. Knows no limits. I am in control of flight 343. Sir, I don't think this is about hostages. What are you talking about? A shipment of the nerve toxin DZ-5 was hijacked. Are you saying nerve gas is on board? Yes, sir, I am. They plan to use the DZ-5 and the airplane together to detonate here, over Washington. 
when global response is routine. London is demanding immediate action. There's a hatch on the belly of the 747 near the nose. We could dock there. I know you wrote the book on assaulting hijacked aircraft, but this is five miles above the Earth. I don't think we have any other options. And advanced technology... Who's this? 007? ...can accomplish miracles. What are you doing up here? Who the hell else is going to do it? You? I'm opening the outer hatch. A life or death decision... I hope there's a good movie on this flight. ...for 400 hostages in a plane... Keep it going! Or 40 million civilians on the ground. You can forget Washington. There's enough nerve agent here to wipe out half the eastern seaboard. We'll come down to a choice between the unthinkable. The Pentagon is going to shoot us down. And the impossible. I'll reach our airspace in 85 minutes. The hatch has got to be closed down or we'll lose both planes. Order the F-14s to intercept the 747. Kurt Russell. I'm losing control of the airplane. Halle Berry. John Leguizamo. Steven Seagal. We're not gonna make it! You are! Warner Brothers invites you. We're not really gonna shoot this plane down, are we? It's too late. They've already crossed the line. To fasten your seatbelts. This is directly from the president himself. Everybody down! Now you have your orders. Execute them! Executive decision. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I was just saying the it may not. I don't know. I don't know if that thing's possible or not. But I guess in an action movie world, uh, coming off of like the '80s, it doesn't seem unreasonable for an action movie. Sure. It, it's. I mean, it's like a barrage of uh, of oversteps. You know what I mean? Like it's just everything. It, it just checks re- reality at the door. This is not the movie where you're gonna like uh, nitpick no. the technology, nitpick. It's not the, a best picture. Not the maneuver. Steven no, Seagal not. is able to <laughs> sneak up on anybody. I'm willing to suspend belief on How every much did other he thing. At this point, too much to be a guy? fucking black ops <laughs> covert. <laughs> <laughs> I did a little research on this, so um, there's like, uh, well, on the internet, there's a conspiracy for everything, <laughs> but. I, Went in because, uh, spoiler alert for executive decision, which I, I think it's also a spoiler for this podcast. I don't really know where Jared stands. I know where Hiro stands. Uh, I think we're all going to be very high on this one. Uh, it's why even if this is not episode 100, it will be treated as such. <clears throat> but the one thing this movie is probably known for is probably the spoiler that happens at what, like the 45 minute mark? It's, I don't even think it's that far in. See, I thought it was because I, mean, I felt like it was taking longer. I thought it was like the first 15 minutes. I thought I thought we opened with Kurt Russell. Hey, here's the mission. <clears throat> you have to follow around Steven Seagal. He's like, Jesus Christ. And uh, then five minutes later, um, there goes Steven Seagal flying <laughs> through the air with a thumbs up <laughs> to Kurt Russell. <laughs> Steven Seagal and Oliver Platt are, are, are our leaders here. We save uh, Oliver Platt, though. Thank God. Yeah. But in my yeah. internet, uh, my deep dive which involved clicking a few links uh, and then moving on to something else. There was some debate over if it was always in the script to kill off the Steven Seagal character or if, because he was such a gigantic ass, that they said, we've got to get this guy off the fucking set to kill him now. Uh, but unfortunately, internet, uh, someone unearthed the, I guess, the first draft of the script uh, like from like 1990, 91. And that character that he plays was indeed killed off. Um, the real question, in a much different way, though. 
is did they tell Seagal he was getting killed in the first 45 minutes or if they That's let different. him? <laughs> That's different. Um, he apparently got very upset. <laughs> but I don't know if he got upset because he knew that he was his character was going to die. I will say in the original draft, uh, something with the compression, with the uh, you know the 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 erect docking, the shaft that yes. he gets stuck in. Something happens yes. where he, his character dies screaming and his head explodes in that shaft. Mm. And I think. He uh, got shafts docking and heads. He exploding. said that his I'm, fans, like where the show's his going. fans would not appreciate that, and he wouldn't do it. So they had his body just, you know, just drift away. Does he have fans, or did he have fans like a like a flock, like the Bayhive? <laughs> the only thing I was aware of was what um, hard to kill and like under siege. I think those were hits. Mm. I don't know what else. I'd, Mark for death, maybe. I don't know. I, I have to admit, I was not like I don't think I ever watched a Seagal movie because. What was the one where he's, uh, like defending the Inuit tribe mm. in Alaska somewhere? On, is it on deadly ground? <laughs> yes. You're, you're just going back to like uh, prime VHS box art days. Yes, sir. Just a giant. I'm trying dome. to take my. I'm trying to take you back to those days where you're like, you know, wandering the grounds on a on a Friday night mm. with the uh, Jared and Derek and every, and who you know. I don't know if you invited Travis along or whatever, but. Uh, no. um, Trying to pick out what the weekend movie is for the pizza um, night. I'll let Jared speak to this. I didn't have <clears throat> any experience with Steven Seagal. I don't think I've even seen Under Siege. So this might be the only one for me because <laughs> it is the one that I... You're missing out. Well, I'm aware that he gets killed. And I'm like, I'm, I'm down for that. So I, yeah, I just I was not a fan of Seagal. I swear to you that Executive Decision is the only full-length <laughs> Steven Seagal film that I've okay. ever watched. I remember it was a popular thing with my stepdad. He was always just, you know, anything that's on <laughs> USA or TNT or whatever that he mm. could watch with Steven Seagal. He's a fan of that, but I would always uh, <laughs> retire. So what is it about him? What is Because we're, we're kids at the time. I liked Arnold movies. Like, I loved Commando. I loved Total Recall. It's not like... There's it's zero different. with him. Like, okay, yeah, there's that. I was like, but the the scripts you could have put Arnold in on deadly ground, and he's defending some Native American land, and I would have been like, that looks fantastic. I can't wait to see that. But Seagal, <sighs> there no, no there thanks. is something to safe to go along with the. Uh, you you got to have some sort of <laughs> some sort of theatricality, some sort of pageantry to the ass whipping. Like you've got you know Schwarzenegger with his one liners and you know zingers and bullshit, but. There's just something about Seagal that's just like, <laughs> I don't know. He, there's just not one part of him that like entertains me. Other than like, you know. Hiro's about to jump in like and flying, you on this. <laughs> flying out of a. No, I'm just, I'm just amazed by like, you know, so much talk about how we dislike Seagal, but we're spending a lot of time talking about a dude who gets sucked out of a plane while docking in 20 minutes of the movie, you know, where, you know, Halle Berry's <laughs> here. Movie, and we talk about Halle Berry. How about that? <laughs> She kind of played a really subdued role in this. I, Marla Maples I is did, here. Uh, here we go. I, no, no, no. Let's, he sent that text. Uh, I swear to I God, not, I've yeah. never heard Marla Maples mentioned in a, a I, thread. I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I just was like. I was stunned to see it. I was genuinely this stunned has to, to see it. like uh, the slight like age discrepancy between us because I was just like, who? What What are we talking about? And is she the one that gets killed? Is she the stewardess no. that gets killed? Who is this? No. She's another. Uh, that brings me to another point. Is do you realize how many that guys and that gals are in this movie? It's it's a who's who of so that person. I read that Halle Berry turned this down because um, she didn't like the part. 
And she said, if I'm going to play like a character like that, then you'd have to pay me a million dollars. And I guess Joel Silver said, well, would you take a million dollars? And because we all love Halle Berry, she said, well, yes, I would. <laughs> it's like total sellout job. Like, oh, okay. If I can quote my price, then yeah, sure. I'll do that. Fair enough. Um, I, did you read anything about Hiro? Cause, uh, I assume that you're a huge fan of John Leguizamo. Like, <laughs> love him. All right. So we're going to, I mean, chef will be mentioned at some point. Um, there you I, go. I will, like love his character in Summer of Sam. I, I think he should have won an Oscar for Summer of Sam. It's just it, just out there rocking out with the cock out. About, huh? You know, I said uh, Francis McDormand gave us an iconic character. I think he gave us an iconic character in Summer of Sam. I was reading. I'm like, okay, I there has to be something here because this is just as you said, just an odd cast. I can't imagine him showing up in Hard to Kill. Oliver Platt showing up in Under Siege. I just you know I just don't see these dudes hanging out with. Steven Seagal, maybe Kurt Russell, because, you know, he's the an 80s action star of sorts. <laughs> and I found multiple articles when I just Googled John Leguizamo and Steven Seagal uh, of beef between the two of them, which is just amusing. No offense to... Did you say there's a beef between the two of them? I mean, he has gone on and given interviews going into, like, the 2010s, being like, what a prick, that Steven Seagal. <laughs> he worked with him one time on an executive decision, and I guess when asked a question, like, hey, you got this movie Chef coming out, he's like, yeah, I do. You know who is somebody that I fucking hate? Steven Seagal. He'll just go on rants. <laughs> <laughs> I like so, it. Uh, Steven Seagal is like the Dave Giannini of, uh, <laughs> of, of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jared will. <laughs> Comes uh, up in every podcast, like, oh, Jared that guy. Will brave COVID to never have to see Dave ever. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to have Hiro take some heat on this one. I got to, I mean, I'm getting constant like, uh, boy, Jared's really going to task on me as far as like Dave and whatever thread I'm in. So oh, you, it's good. Pull him back a little bit. Dave's, on this a, one? Dave's a fine friend. <laughs> oh, that was. Uh, Go get that vaccine, Jared. <laughs> I'm in, you know, I'm way back on the uh, list for it. Uh-huh. Don't, worry, don't worry about it. You should be way up there. Didn't they, 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 they will raise you up the list if you're obese and if you have health problems <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's how i got it i mean I, I i'm with you buddy i'm not Ooh. i'm not just taking a pot Ooh. shot i'm here the, with you tampa claws come I out sip there. my margarita now i'm panamanian you son of a bitch <laughs> Ooh, getting catty mean girls hiro <laughs> It's funny that uh, Hiro can go with uh, a weight joke, and, and then Jared comes back with racism. <laughs> I brought the knife, he brought the gun. This is how it works. So that's how our friendship works. Anyway, uh, here's another uh, friendship very similar to that. Here's a story. Uh, Steven Seagal walked onto the set of Executive Decision and instantly informed i guess all cast and crew that were around to hear him that he was the alpha male on this shoot <laughs> despite <laughs> despite being a supporting role quote from Seagal: i'm in command everything that i say command everything that i say is law anybody doesn't agree <laughs> so leguizamo uh laughs in response to this because <laughs> like any normal human being would <laughs> a quote a quote from the great actor of chef and summer of sam I started cracking up because he sounded like a retard. <laughs> there it is. Every, every hot button. 
Continuing the quote, then he taekwondoed my ass against a brick wall and hit me with his elbow. He's six foot. <laughs> I like. I love this. That John like someone says he's six foot five, but he caught me off guard. <laughs> that the element of surprise Maybe was the only a, reason. Maybe he is a covert. <laughs> He knocked all of the air out of me, and I was like <laughs> screaming, "Why?" <laughs> Just... There's no way this is real. <laughs> this is no. an exact quote from him. Like this, this is his, I, I love John Leguizamo. This has to be like to the air. audio of this somewhere. <laughs> Just... Just, this is so ridiculous. The, this is his version of the story where he is, uh, you know, I guess dropping the R word there. Uh, sorry, Dave. Uh, why am I apologizing to Dave? <laughs> well, I think you... Uh, That's for the oof. audience to figure out. Listen to off-screen death. And you figure out if I should apologize to Dave or not. Um, I really wanted to say, uh, this is continuing the quote, how big and fat he was. And he runs like a, and then he runs like a girl, but I didn't because... All I could say repeatedly was why. <laughs> if you're Kurt Russell or Halle Berry, are you wondering, like, what the fuck am I working on? Like, you got Seagal throwing John Leguizamo into a wall and him screaming why repeatedly over and over. <laughs> so, this nope. deserves that heart of darkness. <laughs> the making of the making of executive decision. <laughs> I... I I cannot agree with you more. I would watch that. <laughs> I would 100% watch that. You know what I would watch also is Jared Dotson reading mm. of the uh, plot of this thing. It's a, it's, I, I imagine this one's a little more complicated. A lot of techno mumbo jumbo here for Jared. Uh, you know, some Muslims hijack a plane. Uh, is that the IMDb description? Some Muslims hijack a plane? <laughs> God I think bless. this is Red, Red Jared coming out. Our most out. offensive episode of is all it, time. Episode 100. Is it wrong? No, they're 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 doing their prayer. He's throwing, you know, slapping Halle Berry with the Quran in her face. <laughs> <laughs> Is that is that the David Justice treatment? What is this? <laughs> some terrorists hijack a plane. They're going to detonate some nerve gas. They have to space dock with a seven forty seven, and uh, some commandos have to take the plane back. The end. Not bad, I guess. Along I like the uh, original version better. Yeah. What's that? the racist implications and all. Cause I, I did pull up IMDb. I'm like, Nope, no mention of Muslims here, but they are very, they are very clearly praying and, uh, bringing the Quran out. I'm not wrong. At what point did that stop in movies? <clears throat> At what point did Hollywood become a little bit more aware of like, uh, maybe we should not, um, continue like with this. Cause they still do it. I was I I I'll give you a story. I was in a I was on a trip in the Middle East and I was in a theater and I was and there was a trailer for uh it's a movie with Michael Keaton and the kid from uh the Scorch Trials or whatever the hell that is and he's playing some assassin. The and Scorch the trailer Trials pops kid up. is playing the assassin. Oh no, he's he's like a like a American special ops killer dude. The Maze Runner? And sure. Wow. Okay. But, but there's a movie he made where he's a killer and all this crap and and they're literally like the Muslim people are the bad mm. guys and of course he's taking them down and I'm just sitting there and just I'm in the Middle East like with 
you know, amongst, you know, lots of people. Um, <laughs> lots of people. <laughs> I mean, there's lots of people. And I just feel awkward. Like, like, why are we still doing this? Why are we, you know, it's like watching, uh, you know, Red Heat in Russia or something. Red Heat's not bad. I like that movie. That's the one with the snow fight. Snow fight. Yeah. Opens was a great fight. I don't like the Belushi factor. The Arnold. No, yes. that's terrible. <clears throat> All right. Executive decision. Jared gave us <laughs> a plot of sorts. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, basically it's, uh, you know, it's another version of uh, Die Hard that they did. It's, uh, you know, a centralized location. For the most part, the good guys are uh, hunkered down trying to sneak around and <clears throat> take back the plane. Um, but uh, they give, I guess, everybody their role. I forgot how much oliver platt there was in this because poor joe morton like what breaks his back or something like the uh the yeah. bomb specialist so you have oliver platt chewing on a straw that of course will you know come back into okay hire you're shaking your head so uh, Fargo I mean, one, uh, executive decision zero for the, the platness no i think like i said at least this movie is consistent and it's Idiocy. So, do you think Complete the Coen Brothers would have had the Oliver Platt character as the lead in their version of it? <laughs> they, yeah, probably. Or uh, you know, Steven Seagal would have probably lived just out there, bossing people around, pushing people or, around. Uh, Carlos Rat Lopez around. <laughs> <laughs> he screams, "Why?" <laughs> Marla Maples would have had a bigger who role, is, probably. Who is she in this? One of Trump's ex-wives. She's one of the stewardesses. She's sitting right next to. Oh, okay. She, so there's is she the one that's just yeah. constantly kind of. She's like the uh, the the catcher to Halle Berry's pitcher. She's constantly trying to wave correct. off, like no, 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 don't throw yeah. a fastball just yet. But Halle Berry that's always correct. ignores her every time and does something to. Um, does she get caught every I single think time? Marla Maples' life choices. Uh, you know, I, don't I, know I, I think about Marla Maples. Who is this person? <laughs> you. Okay. You you act like that's ridiculous. What is she? I'm going. What is she known for? I, this shows our age Maximum gap. I guess. Maximum Overdrive she, is her top credit on IMDb, where she played second woman. Second woman. She's married to Donald Trump at oh, the time. Okay. She's the mother of the the other one. The little kind. Of, yeah, she's the second wife. The other one. Who's the other one? One of the ones not <laughs> actively uh, that weren't actively participating in destroying our government. <laughs> oh, so she's part of the what the good genes, I guess. Marla Maples. She's the one with the better Instagram feed, is what Jared is trying to tell you. <laughs> Hold on a second. Maybe yeah. you'll take over the show. Let me see if I can catch up here on my. I'm stunned. Trump like, legacy. Like, I know Ivanka. I, so where was she in this uh, timeline? She's the so, second one. Uh, Donald Trump was having an affair with Marla Maples. Why he was married to Ivanka, uh, Ivana Trump. Oh, Ivanka's the daughter, right? Ivanka's the daughter, you sick animal. <laughs> but uh, like he wants to have sex with his daughter, right? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> See? All right. I'm not too so far off. They ended up getting divorced. He married Marla Maples. How long was that? Uh, I don't know. It was So this is, shows our age gap here. Yeah. It was a very big deal. It's a nice I, I guess. lesson for everybody. You know, you were so excited to talk about executive decision and really you just want to talk about who uh, Donald Trump has had sex with. It's strange to me. Are we going to cover a Stormy Daniels movie next? Is that Please. what we're doing? 
playing to the audience here. I vote yes. <clears throat> I uh, she's talented. <laughs> she has some talents. We're still talking about Marla Maples. I didn't see it. No, I don't. No. <laughs> are you? What are you still looking up? What are you? <laughs> what are you doing over there? <laughs> So you went uh, suspiciously silent over there. It's, uh, you're click clack click clack, and then you're just looking at the screen and being quiet. <laughs> Are you talking to Mike? I'm talking to, to Mike. <laughs> hey. Okay. Yeah, you. You're the one that was going. You told us take over the show. I'm going to deep dive on Marla Maples. I asked your question, and then you just sort of drifted off <laughs> into space. <laughs> well, overall, what are you going to say? I'm the one, I'm giving a diatribe. Well, that's why on, I thought Jay was talking to you because you were the last one, and you just kind of left your words just hanging there, and then your eyes just wandered off. Say <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem with having forty something still in the podcast. <laughs> we just wander off. <laughs> <laughs> Get back into the movie. Oh, All right, uh, treat me like I need to be put on home by now. <laughs> Let me give you some movie titles. I'll get us back on track. Oh, Marla Maples time. All right, no more Marla Maples. I don't know who it is, but apparently she was great as second woman in Maximum <laughs> Overdrive. Um, die Hard to this. What? Die Hard. What? I'm going to Die Hard. Under Siege. Passenger fifty seven, speed. What do you? What's the question? The, the 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 whole bottle episode, the structure of it. Which was this the final one? I mean, I, I think Speed Two came afterwards, but like this was a, a early nineties staple of the action genre. Just on a boat, on a plane. Oh, self contained. Uh, yeah, snakes on a plane. Hyro. <laughs> You, you already introduced Marlon Maples into your favorite movie of 1996, and that went nowhere, Snakes on a Plane. <clears throat> is this, I guess, a worthy uh, successor to those? Um, keep in mind that apparently Jared and I have not seen Under Siege, so... I have not. I'm still waiting on... Uh, How about speed? The uh, Steven Seagal diatribe. Air Force One? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what? Air Force One did come after this. Maybe that's the the... The grand hurrah. <clears throat> well, are you asking for Hyro to defend Steven Seagal? Is that another generational gap? I didn't, I didn't gap? really know when we were coming into this if it was going to be a defensive or an offensive <laughs> against Seagal or in Did he deserve, Seagal. deserve death at the uh, <laughs> you know, half hour mark or 40 minutes, whatever it was? <laughs> Cliffhanger. Die Hard on the Mountain. Is that, I don't know if that one counts, does it? I guess it fits that, you know, terrorists going after whatever. White, white terrorists. Third Rock from the Sun terrorists, Jared. Better. Mm. Also, Die Hard in that regard. Actually, is this the, of course, on Sober Cinema, is this the most racist of the <laughs> bottle episode action movies? We picked the one. <laughs> I don't know. You guys have done some pretty racist stuff. It was uh, prophetic. <laughs> Historically speaking. <laughs> I do wish some of this. I think I do have some of this video recorded on Zoom. I think it's on Mac fixture. Maybe I'll just cut that clip as Hyro just looked off wistfully. A hundred episodes of racism. Super <laughs> cinema. How about those Olympus has fallen, Mount White House down uh-huh. things that uh, Gerard Butler did? I just don't think uh, people care as much anymore about that. I, it's like the 
simple high concept premise, you know, die hard in a yeah. workhouse. I just don't think it, you know, in the nineties it worked. <clears throat> All those do is remind me of that. What was the name of that movie where it was, uh, was it like Jamie Foxx and Gerard Butler or something? Ah, White House yeah, no, no, uh, or something. There were actually two of them, Jared. They came out the same year. Uh, oh, yeah? Olympus yeah. Has Fallen and White House Down were competitors. <laughs> it was the, the deep impact uh, Armageddon factor ah, there. Okay. I just remember why. That always just makes me think about White House Down and how we lost our shit in the theater. <laughs> Wasn't there like a, a a competitor as well, like to Volcano? It was a Volcano Dante's movie. Peak, wasn't it, or something. Yeah. And Dante's yeah. Peak. Yeah, coming soon. If we, if we continue to 1997 on film Silver Cinema, why would we though? Because when we get <laughs> the movie that Hiro's <laughs> claimed he wants, it's like let's go over Marlon Maples. Let's <laughs> let's talk about Oliver Platt some more. Just, we, you're leaving so much meat on the bone here. Yeah, Oliver Platt's meat, <laughs> of which there's plenty. <laughs> Wait, that's one of that's my, one of my few notes. Was the irony of saying that they had to lose so much gear and then you load Steven Seagal and Oliver Platt into the plane. <laughs> lose the assault rifles. Lose the uh, grenades. You're saying throw <laughs> Oliver Platt over <laughs> Leave Oliver Platt. Well, I, mean... I didn't... When you say Oliver Platt's meat, I just... I was thinking mind he was going to shove something else in between those laser beams. Mm. <laughs> Small space. Fingers. <laughs> sure. What do you all make of them trying to uh, cast Kurt Russell as like a nerd? But he sits somewhere in between. Um, I guess he's like a nerd in a tuxedo of yeah. all things. You know what I mean? Like he's he he's naturally a really good looking, charming guy. You know, and he's Snake you, know, you have to take him out and put him in. I mean, well, it's like they're asking us to forget. Like, oh yeah, he was you know an action star of his own sort of renowned there um and then you have platt who's the obvious dork so much so jared's wanting to dunk his head <laughs> into his meat you want to dunk his meat yeah i uh, upon rewatch i i kind of wonder i think it it plays well having steven seagal a uh, well-regarded uh asshole by the world uh all over because it does it makes kurt russell far more likable it's a, he's a pretty bland character himself other than the tuxedo, there's not a lot to chew on here. I did read another thing that for fucking Leguizamo got, he got beat down again. Like after, so after Seagal throws him against the wall, he screams why repeatedly as you know, the cast and crew probably just tried to avert their gaze. He, uh, so there's a line where they're, I guess they're above uh, the passengers and they're trying to put the little spy cams down. They're trying to find the sleeper agent. Um, where uh, Kurt Russell in the tuxedo, as Hyra pointed out, his uh, dress shoes fall off and he's like hanging on the cable. Mm. And like Wasamu, uh, it was an ad lib that he was like, Oh, they're going to smell you coming or whatever. Like, Oh, your smelly feet. It's not yeah. even that funny. Mm. No. Well, they kept since it, it wasn't in the script, I- I'm surprised they didn't keep it in. Uh, apparently, Russell just got down off that little wire and just shoved him to the ground and just stood over top of him Jesus. and said, Don't go off script. <laughs> Wait, that actually <laughs> that happened too. Like they just so on this movie, John Lake was was constantly talking shit, and people were just beating his ass over and over again. <laughs> and I love it because he's the only one telling these stories. He's like, "Yeah, they whipped me pretty good, but they caught me off guard." I swear, next time, <laughs> fucking Snake Plissken tries it again. <laughs> <laughs> next time I do a movie with Steven Seagal, the roles will be reversed. 
You have to wonder if maybe Kurt Russell was not that well liked by the uh, director, like as uh, you all said, that they chose to leave that in. Something that infuriated him on set, and they're like, yeah, we're keeping that. That terrible joke we're going to keep in, because fuck him. He, he picked on well, you know, Johnny Leguizamo. Edit out the part where he's making so much fucking noise at the top of the plane, <laughs> smacking around the <laughs> U.S. commando. <laughs> Even the part where he talks about his stinky-ass feet. Bro. How did they get that many weapons onto the plane? Not the commandos, but the the bad guys. Mm. Uh, this was a this was a uh, much more innocent time. <laughs> Obviously, pre nine eleven. You know, I mean, we've got AK forty sevens on the plane. You've got submachine guns <laughs> there was on the an plane. Amount of automatic weapons like scorpions and AK forty sevens, giant bombs. <laughs> like an entire bomb with a nerve agent is on the plane. Like the screeners, man. Let's look at the let's look at the TSA. What's guys going on? Around. Yeah. We need some reform. I here. did like that as the movie wraps up. There's a lot of setup to you know we're gonna hit the lights. Uh, we've got to have this bomb deactivated. We've got to find the the sleeper agent, the you know the passenger that could also set it off. Um, because once all that shit is in place, uh, other than finding I guess the the sleeper, the mole, like when they come in, they pretty much take care of business. Like they they have the one thing where yeah. you know it's going to happen because the movie opens with Kurt Russell taking oh, yeah. pilot lessons and you're like oh I wonder this is yeah. back yeah other than them I guess in the uh, the gunplay kind of sabotaging the plane to where it's going to crash um I I did like that it wasn't really an extended fight like you turn off the lights you get the element of surprise you know you have a military presence. They uh they handle their business once once Carlos the Rat Lopez stops mouthing off to his own his, his allies. Shut up! <laughs> and the only time he can mouth off is when he's actually on screen because nobody's gonna whip his ass. Because <laughs> if he mouths off yeah, off you're camera, ruin tape, are you? <laughs> With your stinky ass feet. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, we said this last uh, week if Hiro can remember. Because um, we are recording these together, uh, but still, if you can remember, we were kind of giving an early assessment of the year, and we, uh, at least Hiro myself, said Jerry Maguire over uh, Fargo. I don't know. Hiro said everything over Fargo up to this point. I guess three stars. Uh, where does executive decision sit as we're kind of going into wrapping up the first quarter of 1996? Uh, as I would say, ooh. Looking back at what we've recorded already, is that what you mean? Like yeah. of our stack or just nineteen ninety six in general? I would say what we've recorded already. We we cheated a little bit and looked at the best picture nominees, which, you know, Hiro, if you want to say this is better than Jerry Maguire, you know, go ahead. <laughs> I will not be abated okay. into shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um This is this is probably one of my more pleasant uh uh watches because it's so dumb. Like I said <laughs> at the opening salvo, they checked that brain at the door, they just Look, man, we're just going to take any idea, you know, fire semiotic weapons on the plane, <laughs> do what we want when we want. Stinky feet, sure, why not? Docking, sure, why not? Straws, whatever. <laughs> Bring Donald Trump's old lady, sure. I wish this was on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> just like that, like a long diatribe, sure. When we ask for a, a recap of the movie, we all just wait till the end of the episode. So Hiro can recap. Here's what you've just listened to on Sober Cinema. You got everything. I don't know who. You don't need a director's commentary. This podcast tells you everything you need to know about executive decision. <laughs> Stinky feet, straws, <laughs> Donald sure. Trump's old lady. You got it. You've seen the movie by now. 
a rat. Lots of Muslims do bad <laughs> things, right, right, Jared? I state facts. I there's no bias there. I they are Muslim. Don't blame me. Blame the director. <laughs> blame the writer. Who apparently hated Kurt Russell. Um, I think that's Mike did his research for this. Like he really deep dove. Yeah. Well, okay, so it's set up all week long or two weeks because we delayed this. Uh, from Hiro, Fargo stinks. Let's just talk about executive decisions. I'm like, all right. We're going to talk about executive decision. I'm going to go, I'm going to do some reading up on this. And, uh, as usual, Hiro does not disappoint. His research is his own mind, his own memory <laughs> of what he watched. <laughs> I brought Marla Maples to the table. You guys and had then to, got like, mad at me and Jerry for like wanting to like ask you questions about it. You're like, what, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> scotch on the rocks please any scotch will do as long as it's not a blend of course uh single malt plenolivet plenfitty perhaps maybe a blend gown any blend i'm thirsty i want a beer what about you you want a beer just a drink a martini shaken not stirred I need like the cane that Biff has with like the knuckle on it. <laughs> I need that thing. Just like whap you on the you head. Become with a it. very combative uh, podcaster. Uh, I know why. Like on True Bromance, when we get these rare episodes, why it's like the old standbys uh, because uh, you know I, I feel like you can just go back to that warm bath of you know the Lost Boys, whatever comforts you. And I thought Executive Decision would be that as well, but that absolutely was. Okay. Is this one that you've rewatched a number of times? Because as much as I enjoyed it, I realized... Many times. I'm, I think I've only seen this probably... This might have been my third time I've seen this. I probably watched it once in theaters, many once times. on video. For some reason, I didn't revisit this. And I can only blame Steven Seagal. I think I detest him so much that even in a movie that fucking kills him in the first 40 minutes, I just don't <laughs> even... I don't want to see him. He's the worst. Yeah. He, he's genuinely pure crap tom segura by the way we have two minutes left on this uh free version of Sky i think that our zoom. listeners and certainly me as the editor will appreciate zoom giving us a time limit <laughs> like yep that's enough of that um uh, <laughs> let me say what we're doing next this week i think it's a decision time so we have to do a quick vote on this <laughs> i'm gonna start the tiktok <laughs> you know? all right um yes these are uh for the next two weeks it's toss-up time we have less than a minute, so let's just cover next week. Girl 6, which is a Spike Lee joint on a phone sex operator, I believe. I've never seen it. And then... Ooh, I got a good story about phone sex. All right. And then Flirting with Disaster, which I think is about Ben Stiller. Oh, I thought that was a Molly Hatchet. Uh, I don't know. Which one's free? Which yeah, one's free? Yeah. Good answer. We don't have time to answer that. Thank you for listening to episode 100 and all previous episodes. This is a professional production. We have run out of air time. Check back next week. We didn't pay for the upgrade. <laughs> See what we decided. Uh, it's better to have borders to work within. <laughs>